Okay, everybody. Cue spoon and music in three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to the Spoon Dude Podcast. We are so glad to have you here. And uh, my name is Jensen Anderson. This is my great friend, Joel Brown. Let's get right into it. First of all, I would like to address, I do have... <clears throat> <laughs> I do have a <laughs> Yes, I wanted that to happen. I'm so glad that happened. I'm so glad. I'm sorry, Jens. I know that was kind of mean. But I'm so glad. Sorry. Keep going. You chav. Uh, yeah, I do have a bit of a cold today, so bear with me. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I wanted to say was I am wearing my Chelsea Blues uniform. It's in neon green, but I want to say big congratulations to you and your squad winning the Champions Cup. That is an absolutely huge accomplishment. So happy. I tell you what. I I actually meant to do that. I I had this whole idea of wearing my Chelsea shirt. I'll get I'll get it out at some point. I'll run off and grab it. But yeah, such a huge win. Gents like a true mate texted me on the night saying go the Blues, and I was like, yes, this he's a, he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Massive win for Chelsea winning the Champions League. I was so proud of the boys. I'm so proud of the boys. We're not here to talk about that though, um, because gents, what I want to pose for us today is, and I mean. I tell you what, like I've thought about this a lot just in general, really. But what I want us to have a bit of a discussion about today is the differences between living abroad and traveling abroad, right? And, you know, traveling for however long of a period of time that might be, even if it is something like something like a year. Okay, I fully believe there's a massive difference between that year and growing up and living there for a significant period of time. Now, just straight off the bat, so I was living in Uganda for just about 12 years, and it was basically 12 full years. Um, I was six, six, just about to turn seven when we got there, and I just turned 18 by the time we'd, uh, by the time I was leaving. Um, so I was there for about 12 years. Obviously, my family and I, we came back every two years for summer, which was around two months. So basically, 12 years of my life. Gents, just so that we've got an idea, how long were you living in Uganda for from like start to finish? For sure. So we moved there in October, at the very end of October 2008. And then we moved back wow. permanently in uh, early December 2015. So about seven years. There was, mm. we came back twice for extended periods of time um, from the time we moved to the time we moved back. One of them was like 14 months, and one of them was about three or four, I think. So, yeah, from the time we moved there to the time we moved back, a little over seven years. I, w I, just, I was about to turn 11 when we moved there, and I believe I turned 18 a few weeks after we got back. So, Yeah, yeah. Basically, sign very significant periods of our life growing up. Right. And uh, like, obviously, we've I mean, we've been incredibly, incredibly fortunate, incredibly blessed. I think, gents, you know, I don't want to take words out of your mouth here, but I personally am so grateful for that time that I had. And I think gents will, you know, would say the exact same thing as myself when asked with that question. And so the first thing that I want to bring towards the table with this, gents, and I want us to bounce, bounce off a little bit here is the mind, the fact that your mindset changes so much right now, living in a different country that you know may or may not be less developed than the one you were born in it changes the way that i have looked on my life just in general in so many little different aspects that i still am picking up on 
it's changed, living in Uganda for 12 years has changed my mindset to a massive degree. Now, while I'll admit, while you may get a taste of this when you're traveling to that particular country in question, there, there is, in reality, there's no comparison, right? There is no comparison to the good that it does and that it has done for my mindset in just in, you know just in terms of how grateful I am, in terms of how like open-minded I've I've been you know molded into by living in Uganda, it has just changed the person that I am. And like I said before, I'm so grateful for having that opportunity, just because like I don't know, I mean I can't even imagine myself looking at myself having not gone through that period of time in my life. I don't know what you think about this, James. Yeah, absolutely. So like like you said about the mindset, I think. For in my experience, there's kind of a switch that happens when you're traveling, in particular when I've been traveling a few different times where you're doing some kind of mission work, like a short-term mission, and you're helping out over a week or some short period of time. And there's kind of, in that in that week when you're there, there's kind of an all-in mentality over the short term, yeah. and then you come back home and you're exhausted, and it's like, whew, I left it all on the field, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're living somewhere abroad and in particular you know where we were live we lived in a ministry so the idea was generally speaking we were there to come alongside people and help them and just kind of see what god had for us in that time and just trying to figure out what we were supposed to be doing there's an idea of a mission right but yeah. when you're there and you're living there for you 12 years for me seven you can't do the all-in mentality that you can over a short period of time. And that happens a lot where people will burn out over, you know, two or three years of just going all in and not being able to relax or have any kind of time where they sit back and and unwind. And so Mm. we, as we focused on that, actually, as, you know, as a ministry, we would go on our retreats and whatnot. And I remember there was, excuse me, a decent amount of, speaking on that particular point just because it's a very difficult thing to do when you feel like you're there to help something or do you know for whatever purpose and and you when you're not doing that it it's just like a guilt or some kind of thing so yeah it's it's a whole different Mm -hmm. mindset between a short term where you're just like i'm here for seven days let's do what i can while i'm here and i'll go back home to my comfortable life or whatever and there's a big difference between that and living somewhere and just becoming a part of the community and ministering that way yeah absolutely i think i i fully agree what you said with what you said jens i think the main thing out of that is that obviously you know you you want to give 110 percent the whole time and there's no doubt about that because you know that's why you've that's you that's why you've gone out there you know a lot of people we've got we've got a good heart we're we're there to help but it's funny that i feel that part of that process of yes giving everything but then being able to relax and feel at home in uganda that was part of the process of having that just cemented in who I am today. And it's funny because I've always said to, you know, like family members, everyone, that I will move back to Uganda because that is where, like in the pit of my stomach, I know that I feel more comfortable there just in general. Like my whole my whole soul just relaxes more when I'm in Uganda. And half, I believe, because of that process, just of being able to sit back and be like, wow, I mean, one of the most gorgeous countries in the world. Look at this place. And it's just amazing how that helps with that whole process of, like, 
well of just getting to where we are today just with a mindset of like yeah you know what it, it's so much it's so much bigger than that a lot well especially in the modern day it's very easy to get like bogged down about what you do and don't have and you know so many of the worries but it is so important to be able to take a step back and just relax and appreciate the place that you are in um i mean just a quick one gents just on the side do you reckon that you would want to or will move back to uganda and at any point for me i don't think i would move back there for any long period of time personally yeah i definitely there's people that i would love to go and visit and there's you know it's just like you said it's a beautiful country so it'd be great to go go see you know merchant falls or go on a safari you know just be in the country again see some of the places we grew up that'd be fun too to see what it looks like now i'm sure it's completely different Mm. but for a long for a long period of time i don't think so i would definitely go back to visit and there's different you know different people that i would love to see when they Mm. get married and whatnot stuff like that but as far as living there for me i don't think but you never know so you never know yeah Yeah. i mean because so um you know actually on that note one thing i want to also bring to the table is in terms of experience in it in a completely different culture for me that is uh, like thinking back on to it now being able to experience and live amongst a completely different way of life you know as it as it would be in another country is such a privilege to be able to have and to be there and experience just the day-to-day life and i think that's what it is because when you're traveling you've kind of got a, a mindset of oh right well i'm only here for a month so there's like a constant plan. All right, what are we doing tomorrow? Where are we going for this period of time? No, no, no. Which is fair enough because you've only got a, you know you've only got a limited period of time there. But when you can fully just get involved with just the day to day of not having to think of like right, well you know what's the what's the next big thing that I'm doing here to experience the country? It's kind of like well, I'm here. I'm here. This is home. This is where I am at the moment. And that, I mean, that for me was was massive, you know, and just all the different elements of the culture, you know, like what, you know, learning to speak the language, the food, especially the food was just a massive one for me of something that I loved being able to experience and, and learn about. That for me was a massive thing in terms of just, again, getting to the point where I am today of being able to experience a completely different culture. I think that was huge and it just has changed my my just my mindset forever which i think is amazing yeah absolutely i when you were talking about the that mindset of like uh staying or knowing that you're going to be there and be in that place i very specifically remember as you know a 10 year old kid moving there we had a yeah. massive amount of boxes, you know, before we'd unpacked everything, just piled up in our living room. Mm. The house was just a, you know, a one-story brick thing, and but you know, obviously much smaller than our house here in America. And, and it's, it's it was totally it was different. a wicked house. So to be fair, like your house was wicked. <laughs> I was a big fan. I was a big fan. That was great. It was great, and 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 my mom did a really great job of making that house a home for us. But I. There's two two things that I very distinctly remember from that period. One was literally stepping off the plane. I just felt like a wave of heat and humidity yeah. <laughs> hit me, and it was just like, whew, this is something. And then there's kind of you know that little transitionary period. Then you're in your house, and I think 
just one one morning I woke up to the extremely loud crickets that would go on outside during mm. the night and kind of just like looked outside and like there's just the jungle essentially and I was just yeah. kind of like okay I'm here now which <laughs> was kind of I mean it was kind of a it's a big deal for a kid you know oh yeah for, for anyone sure. for anyone really but I think it's yeah like you said it's a very formative experience and gives you a a good perspective on like what's important because yeah in in the western culture it's all about acquiring things or looking a certain way mm-hmm. having your i don't know shoes match your jury like whatever it is there's yeah. a very big focus on that and not to say that like they don't care about how they dress in uganda or whatever but the priority is more about uh building a relationship with people and stopping to have a chat with your neighbor on your way to the garden or whatever yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's much more of a importance to them than being on time, for example, was a, a fun one mm. to deal with. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Uganda yeah. time, as they'd say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I, I, I couldn't agree more, man. And I think it's, I think it's, it's huge. And just living there and experiencing that, and being able to, you know, just take the bits of of both cultures and both lifestyles that you like. And just go and you know just pick and choose the ones that you think yeah you know this is the best way to just live. I think I think it's important to be able to do. And I think I, I mean at the end of the day, and I've you know I've barked on about this this whole episode, but it's I'm I mean I'm I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity that I've had, and I think it is very important to just shape in a more well-rounded worldview, experience experience in another country. And you know obviously it's not. It's not something that everyone can do, and I do understand that, and I do understand that. But I think what we're trying to do here is just, you know, get, like shine a little spotlight into what effect it has, and you know, by all means, that, like this shouldn't stop you from traveling at all, because like I said, that does give you a little taste, and I think that that's the funny thing is that I that never would have been enough for me ever, um, but yeah, I think well, it's just important, and obviously on that note, please do let us know about you know like what. Your, what your thoughts are about you know traveling abroad experiencing culture because we do we would love to hear from you so please do uh chuck it in the comment section let us know how you feel let us know what you're thinking you know maybe if there's one place one specific place that you've really gone to you were like yo guys this was the bomb i need to tell you about this let us know we'd love to uh, we'd love to hear from you for the moment gents i mean i've checked my uh, watch do you know what time it is yeah yeah joel i i think i do And now it's time for Lights, Camera, Fiction with Wes Aronofsky and Frank Cohen. Welcome back to your favorite improvisational film, trailer, movie show. I, of course, am Wes Aronofsky, and this, of course, is my co-host, Frank Cohen. Thank you so much, Wes. Now, for those of you out there who may be new to the program, this is where we are generated a list of random movie titles and must create a trailer for said random title. And it's all done off the cuff. Indeed, Frank. And now let's see what our title is today. In a world where the only thing you can buy food with is pine cones, the pine cone people have a problem. They are too wealthy. Every pinecone person is living in a mansion. 
and they don't even have anything to spend their money on. Everyone else comes to them, giving them gifts and hopes of getting some pine cones in return. However, there is one thing that the pinecone people love more than anything else, and this can be found across the mountains and under the bridge. One final cache of Turkish delight sits under the bridge, guarded by the under the bridge people, and they have the true monopoly on happiness in the land. So what will it be? Will the Pinecone people rage war against the Under the Bridge people? But no, that would be ridiculous. For the Under the Bridge people have the upper hand. Despite being under the bridge, they seem to have something on the upper. This is Currencies of the Forest. Where will your Pinecone land? darkness, when all that exists is darkness, where will you go when the void is a cheeky prankster? The cheeky prankster, aka the void, he is a fan of the darkness, because it's always easier to do a, a prank in the darkness, as I'm sure you have gathered. But what will his final prank be? Jack Black, of course, stars as the titular black hole in Never Trust the Void. You never know what he's going to get up to next. And that's because he does it in the dark. Not in a weird way, but he is just a very funny guy who does good pranks. So... You best be prepared, because this movie is is coming soon. And it's coming to a nighttime showing near you. Crossbow Without a Goal is the latest sci-fi action drama thriller romance comedy to hit your screens that will leave you wondering where on earth did the title of this movie come from? The crossbow without a goal. When everything seems aimless in life, how will he hit the apple off the head of the love of his heart? Crossbow without a goal is like having bread without the baked beans on top. But so... How will this crossbow find its baked beans? Winding up to a theater near you this Valentine's Christmas Thanksgiving Day. You best believe that it's going to be a really sad, enjoyable thriller comedy movie because that's what we're aiming for it to be. Coming soon to cinemas. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what uh, what you're thinking about that, gents, but I actually have... I, w- I was speaking to Jack Black just the other day, and he actually yeah, gave me front row seats for 
never trust the void. I like I I don't know who to take. I mean, did you want one of the tickets? I can. I'd we can love go to. Now. I've heard I've heard it's just an entirely dark theater and it's like an audio drama, but you have to go to the theater to experience it. It sounds, you know, revolutionary. Cool. I'm. You want to go? I'm very much up for that now. Yeah. 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 I'm, oh, yeah. great. All right. I'm, I'm free. Uh, yeah, I'll, see, I'll see you in a few. Yeah. Right, guys, that is all that we have time for this weekend. Just wanted to say, firstly, a massive thank you for helping us and supporting the podcast. Obviously, my name's Joel Brown. This is Jensen Anderson, my good mate. Please do like and subscribe to the channel. We are going to be dropping weekly videos. that are we're, we're having a great time with this, and we hope you are as well. But also, let us know about your traveling experiences, okay? We'd love to hear from you. Chuck it in the comment section below, and we will see you next week. For the moment, though, up the Chelsea. Big Champions League when I'm so proud of the boys. I told you I'd get the shirt on. Come on, boys. We'll see you next week. Cheers.